Welcome to the Or Personalities Podcast. Listen in as empath and author Stacy Sadler dives into the different or personalities of her guests. Learn how we each uniquely operate in relationships, careers, learning styles, parenting, and spirituality based on the layers of light that surround us. Thank you for your loving, honoring presence today. So sit in your, with your own self and see if you can let yourself really focus on um, you and, and as we go through this. And hopefully this will feel like a good first step into finding out about you. Um, and maybe kind of like let your ego detach a little bit from worrying about what colors at this point and just think about what families feel like that's part of how you operate, okay? Your aura family is your operating system, okay? So it literally is, um, you know, think of the body as a computer and the reason your body is enlivened is because of your spirit. So the spirit is the electricity running through the computer, and then your aura is your operating system. So it's the interface between you and everything else. It's the way everything's coming in. It's the way everything's being communicated out. What, like the internet or like Windows? Yeah, like, win- like Windows or like, or like a Mac operating system. Those are kind of our only two or DOS. It's just, it's the way, it's, it's like the information is out there and it's, it's coming through this filter. And so it's being interpreted based on whatever your filter is. And that'll make a little more sense as we go through each of them. And, and then remember that even though I'm saying that, you have layers of that. So you're going to have different kinds of filters that's coming through. And when you're communicating out, you have a couple of languages that are being communicated out. We're complex. I mean, we really are. Human, human beings, are. we are complex. And um, I mean, it's what makes us so beautiful, really. But it's also what makes us feel like lost and like who am I and how do I relate to other people you know all of those things okay for you so kind of just think as we go through these really let yourself sit in your own space and think about you know what who am I you know who am I and another thing I really encourage is to consider that maybe every part of you is supposed to be there So even the things that you find difficult about yourself or that you're uncomfortable with, really consider it's all supposed to be there. So we'll start with body family. Um, So this, so you can think of this as an operating system or you can think of it as a language. I tend to think of it more simply as your language. So someone whose first layer or their second layer, if, if you have one or if even any of your layers in the body family, they are kinesthetic. So everything runs through their five senses. Or you can think of it as like their five senses are the volume is turned up on them. Okay? And so when they have... The, one of the best ways to think of this is like if something's wrong with them physically, there's nothing else happening in the world. Like if they're... I have a child who's body color. If he has a hangnail... Until there's relief for that, (laughs) there is nothing else. It interrupts everything else. And it's amazing to me because where my family is, I can completely separate myself from pain, which is not a good thing and is a great thing too. But he, he can't, and it's supposed to be like that. He is supposed to be that connected in with what his body's communicating to him because his body is his language and his communication vessel. 
So all of this are using our bodies, but I know very clearly I don't have any of the body color layers in me. I don't have them. I wish I did because there's, they have a natural sense of grounding to them. Um, some other traits about them to just kind of break down and you can, rather than thinking of the five senses part. So, so zoners, people who do zoning um, and essential oils, a lot of times they have a body color. The ones who stick with it, they'll have a body color because the oils are so physical and spiritual. So they have like a double L and emotional. So they have like all these different elements to them. And so people in the body family love that. It's something you can pick up and, and use and then experience in the body and watch how your system takes it in. So, you know, if those kinds of things, holistic health, the food aspect of holistic health, if you find passions in those places, you're probably gonna have a body color in your layers. If, if you find that you're interested in them for the principles of them and then the actual use of them. So the body family is really hands-on. Um, they, they are like, they're, I always say they're my favorite adult learners um, because the body family, when they're interested in something, they just go full force and learn everything about it. That is super hard growing up though because that's not how the school system's set up. School system is like, you're going to learn this right now, and then we're going to shift and learn this, and then we're going to shift and learn this, and you're going to do all of this sitting really still in your seat. And they're kinesthetic, so they have to be moving their body. Bless my son. He's always my body color example, but um, he, he was, he, our big learning with him is we do stories every night at bedtime, and we have our bedtime routine. And it was... The biggest light bulb moment that I when I recognized that he was registering information so much better when he was able to move in bed. So while I was reading to him, he's getting the information. We're doing scriptures. I mean, I'm, I mean, even young, I was doing scriptures with him. And so I'm asking like a four-year-old to pay attention to scriptures, and he's like, you know, his head foots up on the wall, and he's like playing with puzzle pillows, or he's like got a stuffed animal's like flicking. I mean, he's in motion all of the time. And, I, and my personality, I'm like, ah, oh, you know, I can't take, and I realize it's my personality that can't handle this. Nothing's wrong with him. And once I started registering that he was picking up on everything I was saying when he was in motion. And when I was making him hold still, super stressful for him, way harder for him to take in the information. Super, super important for me to learn about him. And this goes into those learning styles, um, auditory, kinesthetic, and visual. You know, he's an auditory learner. I'm not an auditory learner at all. So when anything's being spoken, I have to be paying such close attention, whereas he can be having multiple things going on and he's taking it in. Okay, so really important thing to learn about the body family. There's two colors in that family. Green amber is the more introverted of the body family, and yellow is the more extroverted of the body family. Okay, so any of you feel like you're relating at all to any of those traits? Cool, cool, good, good. Something Green else. Amber is introverted, did you say? Yeah, they're more introverted, yeah. They're fine with social, but they don't need it or seek it out as much. Um, so thinking about, so thinking about that, and, and you don't have to commit fully, but if you're like, I resonate with some of that stuff, you know, feel free to just say, because you have layers, remember? So it might not be first or second, but you might have it out there. Um, okay, so, so thinking about the body family, then, um, 
One other thing to think about with them is they're pretty practical. So they're your learners. Another reason why they're really good adult learners is they've, they've gotten, a lot of times they've gotten through the school system, but it's not really designed for them because they had to sit still too much and they didn't get enough hands-on learning. Um, they're phenomenal watch it and then do it. So they're like, I call them like the YouTube generation. Like they're the ones who can watch a YouTube video and then mimic the actions. They can make the food. They can, they can see something and do it because it's, it's hands-on for them. So yeah, so that's kind of another important thing about them. And they're pretty, they're pretty no-nonsense in a lot of ways. They're just like, just tell me how it is. It's fine. I don't, you don't need to sugarcoat it for me. Just kind of say it. So those are some other traits about them, okay? Okay, so then second family is called physical environment family. Um, what to say about them? So physical environment, um, some of the, I guess the way to think of that as a language, in some ways they're the hardest to talk about because they're the only family where the way they're experienced the world and the way they're taking in information doesn't have anything to do with people or emotions or relationships at all. They relate to their world through their environment. So objects, they would come into this room and they would think about the soldering of that, that this was like iron and how it was attached to the tile. They're thinking about the space that they're in. They're thinking about how things work. Um, you guys know someone like this because I saw that. Then it's not most men though, isn't that so? You may be married to someone that was that way. Yeah, and it's that's the fun thing about. So the physical environment family, they are the least likely to come to a class like mine because they're not self-evaluating, because in a lot of ways they don't need to be. They're they know who they are, they know what they're doing. Um, I have a lot of admira admiration for them because they just no questions asked. They're just like. I have this body, it's capable of this, I'm interested in this thing, I can see that that field needs to be tilled, I can see that um, all that engine and I'm watching the parts and seeing how it's all put together. So they're very object oriented. And it, so that makes a really interesting experience in how, being in a relationship to them because you are an object in their environment. And that sounds negative, but it's just, in understanding that that is how this world shows up for them and actually people are the most stressful for them. So we're often set off by them because they come off as so matter of fact, they have volumes of common sense. Um, and so it's, it almost always feels like they're just telling you that's how they feel. Who, who has physical environment people in their life or relates to this to some degree? It's really, it's, it's, it, in some ways it's really nice because you always know where they stand. And they, and they feel like that. They feel just like a solid rock that's immovable and like, you know what I said, you know who I am, you know, you know. Um, and if you're, if you're a more subtle energy person or a more sensitive person, it feels like you're hitting against that rock all the time and getting hurt, right? <laughs> but when you can learn them and you can start watching how stressful people are for them, because people are the unknown factor. Everything else to them is known. And people show up and just screw up the algorithm. <laughs> like they're just like, I don't get you humans, is how they feel. 
And so they'll go hide away in their garage or they'll go out to their field or they'll go, you know, um, and I'm saying this and it sounds like it's all men. It's not. There are so many women that are physical environment family too. And obviously they're not going to feel super comfortable in the mushy, squishy, emotive world of women. Subtlety and all these complex stuff going on in the world of women. They're just like, get it done. Stop crying. What's your, you know, they're, they're really matter of fact. And I have come to really appreciate them in their place because it's almost like they're the foundation of the earth and like how things operate and you know they're like procreation and tilling the land and the government has to run do you get it it's just really like straightforward and so can you see the value of that and what would be the problem of removing that and a lot of times those of us that are in other families that are more sensitive or more paying attention to nuance we're just like you have to change. You're hurting everybody. But really, the thing that I see with them is that they just, what's so fun is I just had a call today with a guy who was a physical environment color, and he was totally open to it because he's like, I recognize that people are receiving me and reacting to me a certain way. And this guy was pretty young, um, probably in his 30s. And the people are receiving me a certain way, and he's cute. Um, blue sister is who recommended him do the call <laughs> but he he can see how people are receiving him but really he's just looking at it going why why are you responding to me that way so the important thing for them is to to realize and what I had to tell him is to recognize that everyone isn't supposed to show up like you are but they're so practical and they really do most often have the most common sense answer for things so it is like painful for them that everyone else is like showing up like kind of like so dumb. They're just like, why don't you see that this is what you would do and all your problems would be solved? And then we say back to them, we're not supposed to show up like you. Everyone is not supposed to show up like you. That is probably the biggest message I wish I could communicate them. You keep showing up. You don't even need my permission to tell you to keep showing up. You're just going to do it. But recognize that that is not the same thing that everybody is supposed to bring. We're not all supposed to show up in the same way. That really sensitive person that starts crying every time you talk to them, they're supposed to cry every time you talk to them because they are always gonna be coming from a heart space or they're gonna be, if they're asking questions and they don't ever seem to get it, the body family asks a lot of questions. They, they verbally ask a lot of questions. Um, is this right? Am I getting this right? Will you show me how to do this? Is this quite right? Will you line this up a little bit more for me? They're always in kind of that kind of a place. So the physical environment family is like, just figure it out, you know. But when they can recognize that all the other families are necessary, it can be so powerful. So some of my favorite people that have gotten me into aura personalities have been physical environment because they're all of a sudden people make sense to them. They can now put people, objects, into a category and go, oh, they are actually operating exactly how they're supposed to be in that family you know in their you know they have gifts different than me and they're supposed to have those gifts and another cool thing with physical environment is th as they age they tend to be able to get a, a bigger perspective of other people as they age they age nicely um, they, they can feel kind of harsh younger and then they age nicely because they start to be open of like oh okay I do see a place for this I do see a place for emotion I do see a place for um so yeah so 
who's resonating with this one for yourself or feels like it's in people that you're close to. Also, they can be frustrated with schooling because schooling is sitting and doing nothing as far as they're concerned in a lot of ways. Who feels like they have people in their life with this personality? Like as a pretty predominant trait. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of cool to think of it this way, right? Mm -hmm. You know, these actually these people can often get be you know be called like narcissistic or um, overbearing or controlling, and and some of those traits are part of the personality. But I have to tell you that one of the things that works the best with them is for you to show up clearly as you and stop asking for their permission. That's one of the best ways to break an unhealthy dynamic in that relationship is stop asking permission of them to be who you are. Just be it. They know how to respond to somebody who is clearly being what they are, even if it's different than them. Isn't that weird? <laughs> this stuff has been so fun to like realize over time. You know, it's just like to watch. I'm like, oh, they don't, they feel powerless when they deal with people. These super powerful people feel really powerless in dealing with people. Okay? So once you realize that, you're like, oh, they don't feel strong here. They actually feel really powerless, and that's why they're showing up kind of upset even. So it's a good one. To, I think it's a really good one to know about because even though they don't show up in my classes, we all have them in our lives. And it's really good to know how to deal with that because then you can stop feeling controlled or feeling like I'm not getting their approval or whatever, it, whatever the dynamic's bringing up for you. This one's kind of easy because it's all I have to really say is like the mental family is logic. They're the line upon line thinkers. Everything they do in their life is done with order. Um, and this also bleeds into the emotion, uh, the mental emotional family. So you can kind of think so a lot of these traits go with both of those families. So they like learning things in steps. School system is a dream for them. They've created the school system. <laughs> They're upholding the school system. They're creating more and more testing so that they can create more and more structure and make more and more clarity and definition with everything. They're just always on, it's like they're on this continual quest to just line everything up and put it in a order and put the shelves on a row and create this like massive human library of, of knowledge. Um, they're, like a, they're like a knowledge database. Um, and a lot of times, so, I mean, really, they are like, when I think of anything, it's like structure, but they're logic, okay? So, even though they like to create those kinds of systems, it's more just that they need things to be logical. So, my information, for example, if they haven't done any kind of background with any other kind of energy or thought about things in the holistic realm, then my stuff, they're just like, whoa, where... Or the aura, like we have light around us, like they're probably the most, they're, they are the most skeptical, okay? But they're not skeptical in that they're like, that's nonsense, I don't believe that. They don't, they don't talk that way, more like the physical environment family might. They're more like, well, show me, give me some clear evidence why this has any value. Use a body of knowledge that you already, that I already have. And, and base it on that, okay? Who's resonating with this one? Who feels, who feels you are? So, who, so it, they very much just have to, um, it's a neutral energy, okay? 
So they're not inflammatory. They're not like up for a fight or there's no, they're just like, prove it to me, <laughs> you know? And so they show up in the school system. They teach in the school system. It's funny, the woman I talked to today was an Amber and she was a teacher. And Amber's in the, in the <laughs> mental family, but she's older, but she was a teacher her whole life. And it's perfect um, because they can organize a classroom. They can um, keep everybody on task. Something really significant about the mental family, so as you think about this, how goal-oriented are you? Because the mental family is really goal-oriented. They're always thinking about into the future, where is this going to lead? What's this for? Am I staying on task? Have I done all the things to lead up to this? Yeah. Is the body family inflammatory energy up for a fight? The body family... No, but they're definitely more reactive. Like, because they're like, oh, that just happened, or you just said that? They're more, you see everything. Oh, something with the body family, I didn't say. They wear whatever's going on inside of them on their face. Like, <laughs> you can't, they don't hide anything. So. <laughs> in the body family, you can see it all over. Oh, yeah, yeah. In body language, but especially, like, in their face. Yeah. They can't hide anything. They think they are, too. It's funny. <laughs> and they're like the most, and me, for me, it's almost like they're the most childlike, because they're just still like, how about that, you know? <laughs> Whereas other families, like we, depending on your personality, you've, you've basically learned to like culture that out of you, because you're like, adults don't show up showing their emotion, you know? So we've like cultured it out, so that's why I kind of adore it, because it's like, no matter how hard they've tried, it's still just like <laughs> all over their face. So in some ways, it's nice to be around them because it feels like authentic, you know. Um, okay, so, yeah, and we're in the mental family. So, uh, so think about this, too. We're talking about operating system or language. So mental family, if you want to reach them, you have to speak logically. Uh, you have to match. You have to bring in information in an orderly manner. If it's totally emotionally packed, all they're gonna they're gonna be like I'm watching it's almost like they're watching you like do this like dance of emotion <laughs> and just looking at you and going what are you doing <laughs> and I it's it's a fun it's it's also nice because in a way once you understand that about them they're not being insensitive they just it doesn't compute for them they don't relate to that they never will and when you know that, then you can stop looking for that kind of a response from them. Um, that's a really common dynamic in a marriage where you have one person that's, you know, emotionally driven or even like the body family who's more reactive and like letting you know and asking a lot of questions and like unsure and they're just going, they're just kind of holding still and going, what are you doing? What are you doing and what are you, what are you asking of me right now? Because I can set a goal around what you're asking and make a plan for it. But if I don't get clear on what that goal is, I can't help you. So it's frustrating for them, too, because they really are like, I can see that you want help, and you're talking to me like you're asking something of me, but it's coming in really disorganized for me, and that's pretty stressful for them. <laughs> and the cool thing with this stuff is, you guys, is like, I, I get more and more clear about, like, I need to be teaching about the families, because... It will make you more understanding of everybody in your life because you all have lots of all of these people in your life. Um, and it's nice when you can just match them there. Um, it doesn't mean you won't get triggered 
and it does by somebody or get your feelings hurt by them, even if just because you know their personality, but it will help you not attach to it as much, you know. Okay, so the mental family, what else do I need to tell you about them? Oh, I kind of think it's important to kind of know what the most stressful thing is for people. So the physical environment is super stressful for them. People are. <laughs> we're like the we're like the loose like the loose screw that they can never find, you know. Is mental too, you said? So mental, what their stressor is, is when you throw things off track. So when you get things, so because they are the planners, these are your, like, they have their life planned out. <laughs> they love the system, man. They love to figure out how do I get to the point where I can get insurance, and then how do I find the best insurance, and then how do I earn enough money so that I can pay less taxes, and then where do I allocate that? Money's fun for them because it's super stressful for them, super fun for them. So after studying all this for so long, do you find that it's good for people to marry kind of their polar opposite? Is people bad? do. That's the cool thing. And but you think it's a cool thing? It's not I just like disaster. I do. I do. So if you know me, even though I've spent primarily my adult life single, I am a really strong proponent of marriage. Like I just think it is the coolest institution because it brings up everything. It's like, it's like your best schooling. You're going to learn the most about yourself. You're going to hate them. You're going to hate yourself and you're going to work it out and you're going to love them and you're going to feel so loyal to them. And then you're going to feel all your issues and all your insecurities. I mean, it's just like, it's like the best schooling. I think it's awesome. And you're looking at me going, why would we do that? <laughs> I, I hear what you're saying and I agree, but then my feeling comes in and I'm all, Wah! I know, I know. And based on your personality, the stress of that will affect you differently and the fact that you said even like that I'd want to barf everywhere and you actually are moving quite a lot, so I'm like, she's definitely got body color in her. Because really? you're yeah. Yeah. Because you're like <laughs> I just think I couldn't have picked a more polar opposite husband. You know? Yeah. And I mean who doesn't feel that way though? Yeah. I, but is that how it's supposed to be? All the people I dated while I was single, I mean, I just am like, we don't, we don't. Oh, okay. Her facial expressions, awesome. Yeah. What? Your, face, your facial expressions. I know I can open the Me too. Have you noticed that? So nonverbal and lots of facial expressions with her, right? Yeah, I got the verbal thing going on. At least she can be quiet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't. I have like 400 questions and it's killing me to sit on Oh, I don't look at her. Oh, I, I see, really look at her. Like, her riot. body is like, it would, it's like you could cope with the stress if you could move better. So have your arguments with your husband while you guys are exercising. <laughs> you know, go out and pull weeds while you're like, you know. Use your body so that you have a place to put where the stress of it is coming out of your body. Because your body needs to funnel it out, basically. That's funny, because I didn't think I had any body in me. Zero. I was like, oh, that's my husband. That's not me. I'm the polar opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I have no body. Another. Uh, like, another that was my body. <laughs> she's like. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, <laughs> that's so funny. I really thought I had zero. I, I was like, this doesn't resonate. Zero with me. I know, and I knew you were thinking that. I 
it's like that's hilarious. <laughs> well, this is what I face all the time. I like people's energy is becoming so clear to me. I mean, I've done I, thousands and thousands of people I've sat with one on one or in groups, and I'm just like, it's getting so clear. And and if you once you know my personality, I have zero curiosity. So I'm never going. I wonder what they are. And I don't want to know what everybody is. You two, you want to know who everybody in your whole life is, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> You're really good for my business. <laughs> they're like, please know my aunt, my child, and my everyone. Oh, and, that. and they're like, making appointments for them and everything. They're just like, yeah, it's funny. So you guys are good for my business. <laughs> because of your curiosity, curious. you're so curious. Yeah. And, and that's why it's like you have questions and they're really immediate. You're like, I have to ask it. I have to ask it right now. And as soon as you're done with that one, the person hasn't even finished answering you and you're on to the next one. And my voice has totally caught up with the wit speed you guys' uh -huh. little brains work. <laughs> so what would be the curious? So I'm going to Detach from that. Like the curiosity. <laughs> body. That's all body curiosity. Uh, body, but the mental family can have a bit of that too. Actually, I would say that there's an element of curiosity in most of them, except the spiritual family. One of the most crucial pieces of information for the body family, you identify with everything. So you're like, I totally relate to that. That's not me at all. Somebody talks and you're like, I'm exactly like you. Somebody else talks and you're like, whoa, where are they? You're always in a state of identifying. So you learn about yourself by identifying yourself with other people. And it's like this process of elimination and it goes on all the time. I'm like, how do you guys do So for you guys, a lot of times it's hard for you to figure out what you are because you basically are always in a state of questioning. And then you're also in a state of like, you learn by identifying. Because think of it, you mimic, you can, you can see something and do it. So you're like, that resonates with me, that doesn't resonate with me. It's very immediate, a very immediate experience. And that's really different for some of the other personalities. Some of their biggest stressors. So the mental family, finances are huge for them. It's a huge focus for them. And if you think about it, they're so goal-oriented, so of course it would be. Um, because everything they're doing has a reason and is part of their plan. So the most stressful thing for them is to interrupt the plan. Okay? So this is an interesting thing in marriage. Once again, you'll have a mental person who runs on order... And structure and then you'll have they married someone who's super spontaneous who's constantly interrupting the, the structure you know so whether it's the male or the female it doesn't matter it's like it's it feels like derailment to them okay um, and all of these things were you know I had like some judgments about some of these things and now but now I'm on the other side of it going it is so stressful for them like meaning they will be in knots about this stuff um with with like their kind of like their life path if that gets interrupted the cool thing with them though is they are so structured and they do have such a good plan that it's actually kind of hard to derail it because even you know like even an example of this is like i have catastrophes in my life on occasion for some reason but they happen Sure, I'm calling them to me, but they happen, right? The mental people in my life, they'll be like, so, you know, I'm like in the emergency room. They're like, so I'll come over after work if I can, if I can get, if I can make this stuff happen at work before. Because, and and it's not heartlessness. They just think in segments of like, this is what the plan was. 
So I, it's hard to interrupt that. You know, and some of you won't relate to that at all. And you'll be like, oh my gosh, I can't even. But some of you will relate to that. It's like, this is how it's planned. This is the plan I have. Um, I like them. I like the neutrality of them. You really, they're good listeners. Um, they can listen to you and they can watch you go all over the map if you process that way like I do. And they can just kind of hold a steady listening to it. And they're looking for order. And they can sometimes really help you get to order. Um, they can sometimes give less feedback than you want. Especially the ones in the uh, mental, like the mental mental family, the ambers and the greens. So you can tend to be like, can you give me a little, you tend to be saying, right, okay. You know, you're asking for something back and you're not getting it. Um, and that can be hard if you're someone who needs a lot of verbal affirmations. Um, smart, I mean, these are our attorneys, these are our teachers, our administrators. They have the gifts of administration. Um, so often in my religion, you know, LDS religion, like the people running the organization often have mental colors in their first two layers. And something I always feel to say about that, because I'm, I'm sure this is true of every religion in the world, the people running the organizational part of the religion probably have a mental color in their first two layers. But think of what that, that could sometimes serve as a barrier to people on a spiritual or emotional needy path, which often we turn to religion for those reasons. <laughs> so you have this mental energy that you meet at the door um, or running the organization, and then there's a, there's a, 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 there's a miss there that happens because they're, they're just going, oh, someone in the fold, where's your place in the fold? What are we, you know, they're thinking of it logically, and it's fine. We totally need them. We totally need them to run our organizations because if you're like me, I have not one desire to run any organization. I can barely run my business. I don't have those gifts, but they do, and so I'm really grateful for them, and I see the place, and I see the need for it, um, and I, I think that a, a bit of appreciation for all of that gets lost when we're trying to find our own self if we don't fit in those, that family. Um, because we all went through that education system and um, political system and um, social structure set up and run by them. And so a lot of times it can feel like us against them when people say, well, they, and I'm like, who's they? I always say that, who's they? When you're like, they did this or they, and I'm like, who's they? And sometimes I'm like, oh, it's the people that run the systems. You know, that's who you're talking about. That's the, the they. Um, so, so kind of, See how that resonates with you. If you feel like you're somebody who needs a lot of order in your life and you, you have a plan and you carry out that plan and know that we need you, you know, it's needed. But also knowing that um, where the, the, the relationship communication kind of misstep happens is because you're staying in a really neutral logic place and you have all these other families who are showing up more passionately usually. <laughs> And so just kind of know that's what's happening and there's room for all of it, you know. It's just the understanding of it, I think. Okay, anybody resonate with that one at all? Or feel like you have it in your layers? I have one of those in my layers. I have blue amber. You, you feel like you'd be awesome. Cool. Good. It's so good. can you no. explain for just a second, now that we're like listening to these and assigning them to people mm -hmm. and ourselves and 
how um, the different layers operate. Mm -hmm. Like, how do we know when some, like, what's closer, what's farther so, out? Yeah, cool. Operate? So what I want you guys to do is just kind of see what's resonating initially. If you're like, yeah, I definitely relate to that. But what will happen is if you hit a family where you're like, yeah, it's, it, you'll be like, kind of, kind of, then that will probably tell you it's in your outer layers. Outer yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I do have one mental, I have a mental emotional color. So I, it maybe is why I can understand it. I'm like, I get, I get that stress, but it, I don't operate from there. You know, it's like fourth or fifth for me. Mm -hmm. So, you don't operate from that. No. I see what you're saying. Okay. Yes. Your first two layers and sometimes your third, you're operating from those. Your further out layers, and sometimes for people this is their third two, but your your outside layers, I call them like your, your two inside layers and then your outer layers. Mm -hmm. Your outside layers, I almost think of it as like you're just dipping into those. You're like, I'm going to borrow that trait. It's like I the have chocolate shell ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> Does everyone like, have all of them or people don't no. have any of like, No. So everyone has, people usually have about five, but people have between four and seven. But the most average number I see is five. So when people layers. see the auras, which layer is So the let me answer that question at the end of this portion, because I know there's at least some of you that would like this in order. <laughs> and But hold on to that, okay? Great question. They both were both your closest questions. Okay, so where are we? Mental emotional. So kind of, I'm just gonna breeze over mental emotional to say they carry a lot. They're mental first. Okay, it's mental with a, like an accent of emotional, and I'll talk about emotional and help you understand how that is blended. So it's they're operating primarily mental, um, but then I but then they're bringing heart into it. So their logic, but then heart interrupts it. That's kind of how I like to think of it. So if you related to a lot of what I was saying about mental, but you're like, no, I'm more emotional than that, you could probably, you could have one of those as your first two years. Okay. So that's kind of another thing, way to think about this. It's like you may operate primarily in different ways, but your outside colors can really influence you, especially if there's a lot of the same ones. Um, yeah, it's funny. I just talked to a former student of mine today, and I'd only ever known her first two layers, and it was mental and then spiritual. Another word for spiritual is energy, so just kind of think that way. But I talked to her today, and all of her outside layers are spiritual. And I'm, and I'm like, how? I've known her for like four years, and I'm like, how did we not know this? Because that is going to influence it. You know, those first two layers, it's not the whole picture. And... That's what's fun about it. Like, you really will read through chapters, and there will be chapters that you're like, wow, that is a lot me. And then you'll read through chapters, and you'll be like, no, I don't relate to that at all. And, and you're going to feel the most you, 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 authentic you. When you were a baby and you came, you're like, I have this to give. It was that first one. Can you profile babies? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Even if they don't talk or do anything. Even in utero. What? <laughs> I just knew I'd get a good face reaction. <laughs> I, I couldn't resist. <laughs> I'm not going to break down the colors for you guys because we would be here all night. But but you're writing in your book, so I'm assuming mm -hmm. you're buying it. So the beginning of the book has a really extensive test to find out, to narrow down families. Okay. 
And then in almost all the families except the spiritual family, there's only two or three colors in them. So you basically are going to read them. Like, nobody that's a green amber is going to go into the body family and read the green amber chapter and the yellow chapter and be like, oh, I'm a yellow. They wouldn't. They, it's so clear the difference between a yellow and a green amber. But they carry, they carry really similar um, ways of responding, but that then they'll have differences like introvert or extrovert. It's like their body colors, but there's an introvert one and an extrovert one. Their body colors, but one is always wanting to connect with people, and the other one is more interested in connecting in nature. That's what I mean with this, you guys. Aura personality, it's, it's in-depth. Like, it's not a one-time and you can get it all. We'll just do it where I give an introduction, a good thorough introduction for you, so you can get started on your path and then fly free with the book yourself, or you can set up in a consultation with me you know, later. But even after people do consultations with me, they still have like a journey of like trying it on and seeing what they think in their life. Like it's, 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 it's deep. It's, it goes deep. It, it's, it's reflective of my personality. Um, so let me finish going through the family so you guys can feel like we've gone through those, you know what those mean. Um, we stopped on emotional. So the emotional family, and this traits of this are also going to be in the emotional spiritual family. Emotional spiritual family primarily operates from emotion, but has a high dose of intuitive traits with it. Um, the emotional spiritual family is by far the family I see the most doing energy work, and historically and in the present, running businesses that are primarily energy. Um, and I know why, <laughs> and it's really cool. Um, so emotional family, if you think of, the easiest way to think of them is it's all coming from here all the time. So that's not gonna be true with emotional spiritual, that's gonna vary a little bit, but the emotional family, they're always connected at the heart level. Everything they're, they're processing, there's a feeling attached to it and that feeling is the loudest thing for them. So any of the families, the way to think about it, all of us have all the functions, but what's loudest? What language is loudest? What's the voice that's coming through the most loudly, okay? So emotional family, um, everybody has emotions. Everybody needs to be aware of their emotions, but blues in the emotional family, they can't not know their emotion even if they want to. So that's kind of the difference there. Um, and really nice if the people in their life can understand that because it's, it feels lonely to always be in the space of like feeling everything and watching other people just functioning or going off and doing, you know, we're just talking about things logically when they cannot not be connected in with emotion. Okay. Um, I feel like they're kind of in some ways the simplest to explain because it just feels like that, like it's just... It's like, they're always using words, how do you feel? To me, this is one of the cutest traits about them because they'll be like, oh, they'll be like, oh, they like tilt their heads because they're, and the, I don't, probably body language would tilt a certain way when you want emotional information, I don't know. But, they, but I feel like when I look at what I'm communicating with someone that's emotional, they're like, oh, you know, they just go into that kind of a place. They're bringing you into an emotional place. So sweet, so nice, so irritating if you don't want to go there. And so the emotional family 
it's hard for them because they always want to go there. So they, your, your mom, my mom too. Oh, and yeah, in some ways, once again, it's super nice because it's really clear. They're always coming at you with the same motive and the motive is to get personal. And so that's such a beautiful skill, such a beautiful gift and really irritating if you don't want it because you're like stop making me feel something I don't want to feel <laughs> but can't you see that as their role so they're like poking at your heart and you're like stop it <laughs> and basically if you're not in that family that's what it's going to feel like stop stop making me feel I'm not ready to feel that but that's their job so their learning journey with that is how do I do that so people can feel safe to share that with me because they're going to keep at it you know they just are um they're gonna you know the emotional is a big aspect of you if you find like that you like like romance novels or like Hallmark movies or you like movies that are or you're totally okay going into someone else's trauma um that's something that I'm makes it so clear to me that I'm not in the emotional family first, emotional or emotional spiritual. I have both of the emotional spiritual ones though, so I do relate to this, but I am, I don't seek out emotionally deep experiences, but the emotional people do. They want to connect on the personal level. So they, you know, so I'm always like, so they're the ones who can handle Oprah Book Club books. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good way of putting it. They're so wrong. <laughs> they are. I know. And they, but they can handle it because they want to see the psychological and emotional workings of people. They want to understand it. And bless them because they're going to be willing to go to those places with you. And that's what I've seen so interesting in the, emotion, in the holistic realm, but in particular in the energy realm, is that the ones who are really good at it have... An emotional or an emotional spiritual first. Sometimes they'll have um, the mental emotional in one of their first two layers, but more than likely they'll have either emotional or emotional spiritual in their first two levels or first two layers. Okay, um, because so so obviously like the psychology world is filled with them um, because they're the people who can sit and they want to hear your personal story. They want to know the details of the personal, and then they want to help there. So they don't want to just hear it. They're not just like, oh, that's interesting. They're like, okay, let's, let me hold this with you. Um, a lot of times people will say they're an empath, and I'm like, no, you're called like a, a, a compassion path. Like, so the way, and I'm, a, I'm like one of the few people that differentiates this because um, I'll explain empath in a minute, but it's because they have, an empath isn't, an empath isn't discriminating whether it's emotional information. The, the emotional and emotional spiritual family, it's the emotional information thereafter. It's the emotional information that's hitting them first. Okay? So that's the difference. You can't... Um, who relates to this? As I'm An saying? empath just takes on everything? Is that what you mean? I'll get to that. They're in the next family. I'll get okay. to that. But do you relate to this? Yeah, yeah I wanted to see that. Who relates to this? You do. Okay, you do. Yeah. Anybody else? Emotion yeah, emotion. the emotion part. Yeah. Okay. okay you're a feeler, so you Where you just know it's always hitting here. You guys will be, um, yeah, it's like you're filling your heart all the time. It's you, your physical heart. It's like it's 
It's bigger. I'm convinced. I'm like, people in the Martian family do have bigger hearts than other people. So, you know, so, and it's a wonderful gift. It feels hard to navigate because it's not logical. So, it's not um, easy to talk about. Um, especially when you have a whole rest of the world that's like, don't talk about emotions. I mean, think of our ridiculous culture. Like, we're, like, emotion averse. Unless it's funny or unless it's, like, yeah, we just, anger, anger's okay for men. You know, women can cry, but then get a hold of yourself. Like, we have a lot of judgment about emotion. Um, and for me, I feel like it's a whole frontier that we still have yet to really... Um, really dive into, but the emotional people are willing to hold that space. So they're really like the compassionate, big-hearted, get personal group of people, okay? And it, it's something that I didn't, because I would just hear people over and over and say, I'm an empath because I feel everything, and I'm like, your, your heart feels everything. You feel everything, meaning you feel every emotion, so that's so different. It's so human. It's so personal. And it's so compassionate. For me, it's the word compassion is like a much more beautiful word than empath. It's like, the, I wish there was a word like compassion path or something because that's what I feel like it is. They feel what you feel. They're willing to feel your feeling. They're willing to go to the hard level that something feels for you. Okay. Um, their frustrations are the rejection they feel, their frustrations are how hard it is to be that way in a world that's pretty rejecting and uncomfortable with emotions. Um, their difficulties also are in that they, they think things should be better than they are. It, the world should be a nicer place. They have a big feeling about that. This, the, things should be better than they are. They should feel better. It should be lovelier. It should be kinder. It should be and all of them, the, um, and this goes for blue, amber, red, amber, so the mental, emotional, though this trait goes with those two, and then the blue and the lavender and the violet, okay? Would you say they're more prone to resentment and harboring? Yes, they are, because everything's personal, so they do harbor resentment or they hold on to things because they're just like, how could someone do so hurtful? It's something so hurtful. It's so hard for them to fathom. They just are like, why would people do hurtful things? So the best way to think of it is everything's personal for them. Everyone says don't take it personally. And In your life? Like, what does that have that? mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And see, I know, and you'll, you'll learn this as you go, and when you read the introduction of the book, how I feel about this, every trait you have is supposed to be there, even the hard traits or even the negative traits. And it's a, I call it a potential spectrum, but the negative trait there's so many abilities that can develop because of that negative trait down to it being like the exact opposite of it, you know? So taking everything too personally, you take everything so personally that you have such an ability to understand people's hearts. I mean, what's more beautiful than that? But then what a pain in the butt to take everything so personally, you know? And how irritating to the people around you because you're, you're like, stop taking everything so personally, you know? So it's like our, our hardest things about us are almost always connected to some of our most powerful gifts. Emotional, spiritual, specifically. Now, you have walked into the world of psychics, um, 
people doing a lot of healing work, they tend, the lavenders and violets like have a lot of gifts in that realm, in the intuitive realm. Um, but then they take those and then they filter it through emotional. So meaning they connect it with the person. So you can see why they end up being practitioners so often. So in all honesty, yeah, it's, it's a really interesting thing for me to observe because I was just like, well, because the thing was is I would share and I would share a lot about my personal because I'm in the spiritual family and I would share and people were identifying with that. So they were thinking they were that. And then I watched and I'm like, but I don't have all those other traits they have that gets their business going and it makes it something they're like able to not get overloaded, but they can organize all this better and they just like all the personal part of it way more than I do, you know? And that's when I started to distinguish out. I'm like, oh, they're not what they think their energy because they like that word. That's a really trendy word right now. Like I'm an energy person. And I'm like, yeah, but see, every single color is an energy color. It's all energy. So it's like, how are you? Basically, it's how are you manipulating energy, you know? whatever family you're in you're 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 working with energy your way of doing it and i think the sooner you get clear about that the better you are at whatever it is you're doing because you're like i offer this this is what i offer you know oh my gosh you know as i taught and as people go through my programs they're like oh my gosh you should do this and this and this with your business i'm like i know right it's never gonna happen <laughs> eventually like it just came to that first i was like I gotta please them and I gotta give them this. They're asking for this and I need to support my child. And I, you know, <laughs> it's like, and I'm still like that. But I, but I was like all this franticness of like, well, I, I gotta do that because, and then I just settle, the more I settle into the personality that I am, the more I just realize this is what I got. This is what I have to offer. You know, I don't have more than this. This is what you're gonna get from me. <laughs> you think I should do this thing? You do that thing. Because you probably have everything it takes to do that thing. So it's, it's been really liberating, and I hope it can be that for you guys. Um, so jumping into the spiritual family. So my, you can use me as kind of an example of that. And that I am, my first layer is spiritual, my second layer is spiritual. So obviously I identify the most with this family. Um, the spiritual family, some of their main traits about it are that they are um, unattached. And that, so this is where you can start deciphering, like, am I an energy person first, or am I, I might have that in my layers and I'm actually more personal about things, or I'm more connected with my body about things, or my mind and my logic and the way I run my business. You know, so you can kind of start to separate out. Spiritual family, this is gonna sound cold. They're the most detached, they're the most irresponsible, um, they're the most um, present, so they're in the present, but that's the only place they are. They're not in the past, in regret, and they're not in the future, in the planning. So they're just in the present. Um, some of you might have children that are in the spiritual family. Um, if you look in the book, the indigo and the crystal are what were in Barbara Bauer's book, but I have since learned that there are now what did I write? Five other colors in the spiritual family. And then um, I actually know of four others that are not in the book. But those kids, it's okay because they're just under the age of five right now. They started coming around 2012. So it's like there's four personalities that I don't know that much about because 
they're crawling. <laughs> Some of them are walking, but a lot of them are, are getting born still. So just kind of know that in the spiritual family. That's why there's nine, uh, seven, nine? How many are in the book of spiritual? Seven. There's seven? So just know for the most part, adults are going to be, if they have spiritual, you're going to have a spiritual more likely as a crystal or indigo in your layers. Now, if you're in your 30s, early 30s especially, but more like in your 20s, teenagers, kids, that's when you're going to find they're, la they're having layers in those other spiritual colors. So the imperial topaz is actually one of the ones that's only since 2012. So then the amethyst crystal, adventuring crystal, indigo crystal, and um, magenta crystal, thank you. Um, they're the ones who, those personalities are going to show up, especially in people in their 20s, teenagers, and kids. And then some people in their 30s have them. Hey. These 20s kids. And then what are you talking about? The imperial topaz? The imperial topaz goes with that group, the four that I haven't written about yet. Okay. They're, it's, it's new. It's only, it, it's coming in a big way only since 2012. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so kind of fun. Um, and then the crystal and the indigos are for us old people? So crystal and indigo, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know. there's been kind of a shift in so mentalities. You, is that why it is? Just the so, generation? So crystals, crystals have always been here. Indigos started coming primarily in the 70s. But there are, there are indigos that were earlier indigos, but more very much more isolated. Crystals have always been here. Crystals historically haven't lived very long because we have really fragile systems. Um, and so like when infant mortality was high, a lot of crystals didn't make it through that, those phases. Like modern, modernization has made it so more crystals are here now, hmm. okay. which is nice. And then indigos started coming. Like crystals. So crystals is one okay, of the what colors. Does that mean? Like just the color? Just the crystal. That's just a color. Okay, but when you say indigo, is that indigo children when you're referring to indigo so in indigo, the 70s? So, yes, indigo children started coming primarily in the 70s, and that's a great book, The Indigo Children. Um, so you can't be an indigo children if you were born in the 80s? Yeah, they've been coming since the oh. 70s. Mm -hmm. And then, but there are some that were born before that. Um, sometimes when I talk about this stuff, I'm like, oh, this stuff's crazy. <laughs> it just a little wacky. The crystals are coming. What's happening? <laughs> I don't know what she's saying. Like the British. The British are coming. So, so if you have somebody that's a, an emotional, spiritual, how does that work when they're de the most detached, but the emotion is all about attaching? So, the, so someone who's emotional, spiritual, they're not detached. That's the thing. They'll carry some of those traits of like intuitive and resonating because what someone in the energy family is, is they're someone who vibes. Their very first language before anything else, louder than anything else, is the vibration. You guys watched that happen with me. I was like, whoa. And it wasn't personal. It was just like, oh my gosh, I've got like a brick on my head and I need like someone to hook an oxygen tank to me. You know, like I just, I was just like, what's the energy? And it's like, it's a lot of energy that's just moving and this vessel is trying to hold, hold it. And so I'll name energy because for me, it is far and away the loudest thing for me all of the time. So I don't go into energy sometimes. Energy is always the loudest language coming at me. And if I can, I always want to be communicating from that place because that's 
True, but something I didn't explain with all these families, you guys, the only family where language is actually their first, is part of what the energy is, is the mental and mental emotional family. All of the rest of us are coming at language from another place first. So, so for energy, like, even as I do that, I, I'll find myself, like, I have my toe, like, on the ground right here, and I'll realize, realize, like, I'm kind of, like, grounding and gathering. I'm gathering what things resonate and then trying to find words to put to it. I'm feeling, what, I'm feeling the energy in the room, and then I'm deciding what attention to put on what, and, and I'm always doing that. And that's kind of when you know you're dealing with an energy person because there's no attachment to any of that. They're just kind of, like, riding a wave all the time. And it's not emotional, it's not heart, it's so different. And you'll see a lot of teenagers showing up like this. And, um, and I know this because, well, I'm 40, I'm almost 44, and I've been a, kind of feeling alone in this world going like, people aren't, and so when somebody shows up in energy too, I'm like, oh, we're like the only two people in the space because it's like, it almost feels like we're like double aliens because it's just like, we're just right here. There's nothing else. And everyone else, when I'm sitting with them, I'm like, they're thinking about the future. They're sitting in the past. Their heart's doing a lot for them. Their body is needing to move. Like I can feel the difference of all of those things. And that's when you know that you're not sitting with someone who's energy primarily because they have other functions that are louder. Those things are going on louder. Um, so, so a lot of times what I will see is people that are in the holistic field or in the energy realm is they'll have them energy colors maybe in their outer colors. Um, and then sometimes main, of course, sometimes main, but a lot of times they'll be outer and they're operating more from another one, if that makes sense. Um, some, of the, some of the things with only being in the present, well, we have a really hard time with time. It just kind of doesn't mean anything you'll see just a lot of detachment with the energy family. And if you look at like the youth of today or people entering the job market right now or those who are in college, like you're seeing it like in mass. Because I mean, and they, it's the, well, millennials, like a lot of the things they'll say about the millennials, I'm like, that is what I will call the new crystals. So all of those in the book that are um, the adventuring dash crystal, amethyst dash crystal, those four plus the other four, the garnet crystal, um, aquamarine crystal, mica crystal, and um, carnelian crystal, those are the ones I haven't written about yet. Um, all of those, you're just going to see them where they just basically, it's almost like the way the system is set up, they're just like, what is this? And they're, they don't have good follow through because, and they don't attach to things easily. So what I advise people with, 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 if you have children, grandchildren, you know, or anybody in your life that you're close to that is one of the new crystals, is um, I really highly recommend traditional parenting with them. Um, I think they need to be held to a really strict standard of expectation. They're super confident, super confident. Um, the only person in the spiritual family who isn't super confident is Crystal, which is me. <laughs> So crystal, just crystal, not a dash crystal. Um, all, crystals get second guess themselves. They're always in the state of I don't know who I am or what I'm doing or if I said that right or if I am right or if I should even exist. I mean, they're just, it's continual, like all of the time. Everyone else, indigos and all the other spiritual colors, 
super confident. I know who I am. I know why I'm here. I'm irritated with this world and how it operates. Things should go my way. They're good at everything. It's like anything they try, they end up being good at. But then they're like, I don't have to try because I don't care. So it's a really, it's kind of a problem. Um, because we will often admire them. <laughs> and we're like, wow, they're so naturally connected or have gifts or whatever. But then we're not putting any expectations on them because they're the kind of, the ba they're the babies that come. And this is going to be a good majority of babies now. It's like 11 colors. You know, it's like 11 of, you know, it's like 14 or 13. I'm going to put Crystal with the other group and Indigo with the other. So it's like 13 this way and 12 colors now that are spiritual and that are have these kind of traits. And so obviously there's a reason why I never, ever, ever think of auras in any kind of hierarchy, ever. Like it is not a hierarchy. Spiritual family, I regret calling it that. I called it that because that's what Barbara Bowers called it. I regret calling it that. I think it should be called the energy family. Um, it just means their first language is energy. It just means they're resonating before anything else. They're resonating before they're thinking about it. They're resonating before they're feeling it in their hearts. They're resonating before they're thinking about their environment. Okay? That's the only difference. So I think it's in, I kind of feel like it's my obligation almost to share this with people because people are like, my kids are special or, you know, or, and I'm like, well, yeah, they're bringing different gifts, but the, the, the challenges that they're facing are really significant because they're not attached to anything. They don't care about stuff and it's a problem. Um, and I have a lot of compassion too for them because it's, that's painful to not care about anything or feel attached anywhere or not get why they're here. But are you relating to this at all? I'm thinking of someone. Someone else? Yeah. Okay. You probably, I mean, age-wise, you probably have some of those in your layers um, somewhere, I would guess. I mean, it doesn't mean no one else could either, but if you're over, you know, 35 or 40, you probably won't have those, those new crystal layers. Um, but you definitely will have people in your life. Do you guys feel like you know with the new crystals in particular? Like you got Lots them in your employees. Lots of employees? Really? What's the, what do you, what's your? I'm a high rank. Well, I'm, we have a lot of turnover. It's finance and. So it's like they can come in without, like entry level mm -hmm. comes in. Yeah. Yeah. And the tricky thing is, is that they think, because they are so good at things, they think if they enter in to anything that they'll just be pro at it right away. They don't think they have to earn anything. So it's a really tricky generation to raise. It really is. And so I'm just like right off the bat, I'm like, give them, give them the opportunity to follow through with things. Insist on that. Hold your role as an authority with them. It's the biggest favor you will do with them because I just deal with too many that are in their 20s, some in their 30s where they just are lost. They are just, they are without rudder or guide or anything. Um, so I kind of feel right now anyway that it's important to educate about them this way because it's not doing them any favors to be like, they're super sensitive or it's really easy for them to like, you know, they will, they'll do, like they'll do foot zoning or something and, and it's ridiculous. You, they'll, they'll like pull stuff like, you know, they'll have gifts like that. But it doesn't mean they're going to care about it, and it doesn't mean they're going to 
know what to do about it, and it doesn't mean they've developed any kind of personal skills with it. So when you asked me about what you asked earlier, I wanted you to wait till I explained it to this family. Um, the, it's almost like I probably should revise the book and say spiritual and then the new spirituals, almost. Because where, where it's the same is that we live only in the present. Um, and that's good, right? You know, we're like, we're here. Like, I'm nowhere else. There's nothing else in the world for me right now than being with you guys. I, you know, the world could end, and I'd be cool with it because it's like I was here. Mm. You know? <laughs> but do you find that even though you're present and you're not thinking about the past and the future, you're still really not present? Someone would think that you're not present because maybe you're in your head or thinking about how am I being perceived? How am I? You see what I'm saying? No, like, they don't care about how they're perceived at all. The spirituals? Yeah, at all. No attachment to that whatsoever. <laughs> Weren't you just saying that you were thinking about how... Oh, me as a crystal? Yeah, this is where you have to set... I'm talking about the old crystals. The so just crystals. That's and then indigo the and ones. all the rest, which is... I, I need to get these numbers clear, but it's like 4 plus 4 plus 1, 2. What is that? 10? So 10 of them operate in a lot of the same ways. And then there's crystals who... It's almost like... It's almost like crystals could be held in a cusp between emotional, spiritual, and spiritual. Because they're so... Yeah, they're so, like, affected by everything, and they're, you know, we fall apart, and we can't handle anything. <laughs> we're so sensitive. Um, but it's not that we're emotionally sensitive. We just, they're called the vessels. They are, the interesting thing with a crystal is they are the only one that is truly in a state of receptivity all the time. Like, crystals are the only one where, and I know this because everyone else feels, I can feel their energy pushing at me. Because I'm a vessel, so everything is, is a state <laughs> of reception. <laughs> well, it's fine. I mean, that's my whole existence, right? But crystals are the only ones when I'm with another crystal where I don't feel anything being pushed on me. Because they don't have that ability. We're not pushing energy. We're just holding it. So that's why I say that's what I call a true empath. Because when you're a true empath, it's like, new to you. There's no such thing as you asserting yourself. It's a really unique way to live in this world and and so probably next I would put it you know so a lot of times yellows in the body family would relate to this and I was like why do they relate to that and I'm like oh it's because they're feeling everything in their body mm. but then they separate out and they think about it and they ask questions and they're putting out great energy love yellow energy like I'm getting all this like goodness coming from them as they're asking their questions and it just feels different so all of the colors People are so clearly communicating what they are, and it is so cool when you guys learn what you are and start to drive it. To discover the layers of light that surround you, listen in to the Or Personalities and Diving Into Or Personalities podcasts. Get Stacy Sadler's book, Or Personalities, and schedule a consultation via the www.orpersonalities.com website and join the private Facebook group for in-depth discussions with others called Or Personalities 